Hello, you are listening to Canecast, a podcast that provides commentary on the economy and financial markets by the Kane Anderson Rudnick Investment Management Team. Hello, this is Jordan Greenhouse, Managing Director with Kane Anderson Rudnick, and with me today have John Christensen, Senior Portfolio Manager and Research Analyst of the Kane Anderson Rudnick Midcap Core Portfolio. John, first and foremost, thank you for your time today. John, the first quarter of 2022 saw increased volatility, leading to overall flat to negative returns across most equity classes. Can you discuss some of the key drivers that drove these returns? Yeah, certainly. Yeah, it felt like after everything we went through in the last two years and you know, headed into 2022, that for the most part, COVID issues were getting behind us. And as a country, we could you know, kind of move forward. Alas, I was not meant to be. As the Omicron variant emerged in late 2021, and cases surged to create further delays in our economic recovery into early 2022. Then Russia decided to invade Ukraine and only added to the supply chain inflationary pressures, not to mention the spike in oil and other commodities resulting from export disruptions and sanctions. All of this was exacerbated by issues in China as, as well due to regulations and a dogmatic COVID policy. All of these issues generated negative returns in both the equity and the fixed income markets. With the negative results, however, some markets and investment styles were in and out of favor. Large caps outperformed small caps in the quarter due to the volatility we saw. Growth stocks were weakened by the technology downturn we had in the first part of the year. Speaking of sectors, it was interesting to note that energy had one of the best quarters in its history with the the energy sector in the Russell Midcap Index increasing over 40% in Q1. In fact, in the Russell Midcap Index, the only sectors that were positive in the quarter were utilities, materials, and consumer staples. On the downside, the sectors that performed the worst were consumer discretionary, communication services, and technology. You know, with the increase in commodity markets and pricing, it's not surprising that we saw energy and the other sectors perform well. We should expect to see ongoing volatility in the markets as these issues continue to impact our economy. John, historically, Kane Anderson Ruddick portfolios have held up better during difficult downturns in the market, given our focus on high-quality companies. We've noticed in many cases this hasn't really been the case during the first quarter of 2022. Can you walk us through some of the reasons behind this? Sure. Yeah, this was a very interesting quarter and exactly what you stated. We typically protected down markets, and that's exactly what we had but we trailed in performance. When you analyze the quarter in terms of sectors, it was, again, led heavily by energy, which we stated before was up over 40% in the Russell Midcap Index. Energy is typically a lower quality sector given its highly cyclical nature combined with its heavy capital intensity. Utilities was another positive performer, and again, it's also characterized as capital intense with high levels of debt and regulation. We typically avoid or underweight these sectors pretty much across all our portfolios. So that was a big headwind for us immediately in the quarter. Also, you know, when looking at the attribution for the index, high quality trailed in terms of like S&P stock rankings, beta, and in debt levels. So despite the fact that the market was down, lower quality did hold up better overall, and which was, again, driven by those more commodity-driven sectors mentioned above, that have been beneficiaries of higher energy cost inputs. John, what are some of the names that detracted most from performance during the quarter? And also, what are some of the positive contributors you saw within the portfolio? In terms of detractors from the portfolio in the quarter, 
They were Latham Group, Site One Landscape Supply, Zebra Technologies, Azenta, and Dolby Laboratories. Let's discuss Dolby for a minute. Uh, they engage in the provision of audio and imaging technologies. I mean, it transforms entertainment and communications for content, playback in movies, television, music, and gaming. Dolby reported results that were a bit soft this quarter, a result of supply chain issues and some negative true-ups. There is some concern that the newer uh, imaging technology will not be able to offset softer consumer electronics. You know, we believe the company is still well positioned to be a long-term beneficiary of both upgrades in audio and video quality. Yeah, discussing the positive contributors to, to Midcap Core in Q1, they were WR Berkeley, Aspen Technology, LPL Financial, Bentley Systems, and Globus Medical. Now let's take a moment, uh, you know, for WR Berkeley. WR Berkeley is an insurance holding company which engages in the property casualty insurance business. The company focuses on underwriting insurance in niches with low hazard and short tail. By having several divisions and strong data, the company can grow where rates provide good risk-adjusted return and shrink where rates are unsatisfactory. In the latest quarter, the company reported continued strong premium growth driven by both pricing and volumes. Management views the underlying insurance conditions as favorable for the company's underwriters' ability to write profitable policies and market participants reacted favorably, causing the stock to rise. You know, we believe the company's disciplined underwriting approach will generate satisfactory long-term results and we remain owners of the business. Lastly, as we move into the second quarter, what are some of the key considerations you're evaluating from a portfolio perspective? Yeah, you know, as we move into Q2, this feels eerily like it did in kind of did last year with hope that the economy should be in growth mode, given where we are in COVID playing out and the vaccine rollout. However, inflation and supply chain issues continue to impact markets, and the Russia-Ukraine conflict has only added to the uncertainties and enhanced volatility. This volatility can be difficult to write out for some investors as they strive to either chase performance or avoid losses. Our goal is to find those businesses, businesses that have temporary valuation disconnects that we can take advantage of while riding out the ups and downs of the market by having stocks that can persevere during these uncertain periods. This means we need to have patience and diligence in researching for these companies while monitoring our existing holdings for changes in their structural investment stories. But our mandate is clear and consistent as we focus on high quality businesses that we believe should outgrow their markets over the long term and take advantage of this market volatility. John, as always, thank you very much for the time and the insight you provide our listeners, and we look forward to future conversations. Canecast is the official podcast series of Kane Anderson Rutnick Investment Management. CAR. This material is provided as a matter of general information and is not intended to be relied upon as a forecast or research. The opinions expressed herein are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the opinions of CAR or its affiliates, are current as of the date and time of the recording, and are subject to change at any time due to changes in the market or economic conditions. The information and opinions contained in this material are derived from proprietary and non-proprietary sources deemed by CAR to be reliable and are not necessarily all-inclusive. CAR does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of this information. This communication should not be construed as an offer or solicitation to purchase or sell any security. 
Individuals should consult with a qualified financial professional before making any investment decisions. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the listener. To the extent any performance is discussed, past performance is not indicative of future results.